Hi, everyone. Welcome back to the Mandarin Blueprint podcast. Uh, Luke here with Phil and Christine and Rebecca. So it's a very special episode today. Uh, Christine and Rebecca have both completed the current version of the course. They've, they've finished the intermediate course. Um, and they're actually, uh, maybe this has happened with other members, but this is the first that Phil and I have heard about um, our members actually getting together outside of the course and making friends and becoming, well, study buddies and helping each out helping each other out that way so uh it's pretty special i'm very excited actually about this whole concept bringing people together that's kind of what we're all about so um first i just uh, we already had an interview with christine and rebecca and they're published and they're out there but just in case uh, anyone doesn't know uh christine rebecca would you mind introducing yourself maybe we'll start with christine and uh, telling us a little bit about yourself right um, yeah, so I'm Christine. I'm originally from South Africa, as you can hear from my accent. I'm currently living in New Zealand. I've been here for three years and I started learning Mandarin last year in the lockdown in March. And yes, I've just finished the intermediate course. Did you, uh, I'm actually not aware. So you, you started in March last year, uh, 2020. Did you have any basis in Mandarin at all before that? Did you try any other stuff? You, we were the first people you found for Mandarin. Yes, starting from 100% scratch. Wow. <laughs> no no knowledge of Mandarin. I didn't even know CSUNY. <laughs> right, right, right. And uh, just you happened to stumble upon us going from zero and it's been a year and three months so far-ish. Yeah. Coming on a year and four months maybe. So why don't you tell us about your progress and your journey a little bit before we uh, jump into Rebecca's story there. Right. So as I've mentioned in the other interviews, I'm not going to cover that in depth. Um, I joined Mandarin or I became interested in learning Chinese because it was locked down and I really wanted to have something to take my mind off things. And I started watching Chinese dramas and that sort of led me into, you know, coming across you guys and I joined and I started learning. Actually, I said March, but it's actually May. Actually, it was May. Yeah, that I started. I mean, the lockdown started in March, right? Mm -hmm. I actually came across your stuff and that sort of started in, in May. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, I've, I've, I mean, the course is fantastic. I mean, it just really, it really changed my life, if I can put it like that. I was just thinking today of all the things that I've learned. Um, you know, you don't just learn Chinese on the course, you actually learn how to learn things. So it really opened up a new way of learning things for me. And I've become interested in, in that sort of thing. I've actually read a book on um, the art of memory, the actual art of memory book about 20 years ago. So I was not unfamiliar with the techniques, but it was the first time that I've actually started to apply it in a practical way. And I mean, I mean, it's, it's just so enjoyable. And um, yes, as I say, I, it's opened my mind to all sorts of possibilities in terms of, you know, learning things. And um, yeah, and I finished the intermediate and um, now Rebecca and I are sort of continuing the journey, making use of the tools that we've uh, picked up from you guys, to structure our own course um, and content so that we can continue. Uh, you're on mute, Luke. Sorry, uh, my kid in the background again, just uh, muting some stuff, some screams as Rebecca's aware from our last chat. 
Um, so I was wondering like what, what uh, in terms of results that you've got from the course, uh, what, are you, what are you doing with that right now? I know Rebecca, you're really into your uh, dramas as well. Is that that's something that you guys sort of have in common there, I guess. Um, yeah. What, yeah. So what, what are you doing with it right now? What are you doing with this skill that you've developed of listening and reading to Chinese? Yeah, so at the moment um, I'm reading and Rebecca and I are actually taking part in the Hanging Chinese Reading Challenge. So that's ongoing until the end of the month. So um, I'm reading Mandarin Companion. No, sorry, I finished all the Mandarin Companion books. I read the last one last week. I'm now going through the um, Jeff Pepper books, the um, uh, Monkey King series. And I've got some books lined up that I would like to read as well. So the reading part is quite important for me, but I am going to focus quite a lot on listening. That's sort of my focus for the next six months. So um, I'm going to take all of your audio that you guys have created, and I'm going to make a specific program, a listening program for myself so that I can actually just go through all of that again, because um, uh, yeah, when you get to the end of the intermediate, I think there's a general feeling that you just want to get through this and, and get the characters under the belt and therefore the sentences sort of lagged behind. So um, uh, much like Rebecca mentioned in her interview, at some point we dropped the Anki for the sentences. I do think that the sentences are useful and important and therefore that's why I want to take some time to actually use those for listening practice. So that's sort of on my six months plan ahead. So Rebecca uh, told me uh, uh, that she she uh, she dropped these sentences. Is that something you've done as well, Christine? Yep, we actually <laughs> we had some discussions mm. when we reached. I think we were both at around level fifty-two or something like that, and and we had a discussion, and we said, you know, we're spending like two three hours a day on Anki. It's just like preventing us from really progressing. It's almost like you're stuck because like you have to review the sentences and you have to review the characters and then that prevents you from learning new characters because you just don't have enough time in the day. And mm. therefore we just make that, that decision. Okay, that's it. We're going to just drop the sentences and just focus on the characters and just get through the characters and then just start reading more and listening more. So that was basically the decision that we made and we had some some earnest soul searching and discussions around this you know it was not a decision that we made lightly let's put it like that right tell me about that process a little bit Rebecca I, I, I got a feeling Rebecca was one that instigated this rebellion oh, no actually it wasn't it was Christine she was like <laughs> I just can't do these sentences I just don't want to do them anymore and I was like no 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 I'm the good girl you know I'm the good girl I'm going to do my sentences <laughs> Um, what actually part of what happened is um, my um, one of my adult daughters she is um, doing a um, teaching English as a second language degree mm. at, at a university that's a um, Japanese run by the Japanese by Japanese university so it has a lot of Japanese students they have to do Japanese as well as their teaching English you know because you know if you've never learned a language yourself, how can you um, empathise with people that are trying to learn English? Right. And yeah, so her boyfriend, um, he did Heisig Japanese and within a year was pretty fluent. He, he, he did the whole AJAT thing. He mm. just 
all he did was Japanese and after a year was um, very good. Um, so he actually has a lot of language learning experience. And so he was part of our discussions that we were talking about. And he was saying, look, drop those sentences, learn those characters and then start reading. <laughs> so it was sort of, it was about a week where Christine and I were going back and forward with each other going, are we going to do this? Um, this is what, yeah, yeah, it was, yeah. And it was like, I dropped it for a day and I'm like, no, 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 I can't. And I can't, and I just, you know, <laughs> picked up the, the sentences again. It sort mm -hmm. of helped that I was stuck in a waiting room at a hospital for a couple of hours. So <laughs> just sat there and, okay, I've done them. And then it's like, no, no, I just can't do this anymore. Yeah. You know, so was, I, um, I want to ask you guys what you think of this, because this is very interesting feedback to get because I've kind of suspected this uh, to some degree because, you know, I just do the math. It's like there's a lot of sentences and it's a sentence for each usage. And I, my opinion about this is that we should maintain uh, at least one sentence per usage, but kind of at some point in the course put it forward as like, you should pull these out when you're struggling with remembering a word. So like you learn a new word and you go, okay, I know that this word is made up of characters from the Mandarin Blueprint Method. I know it even got unlocked, but I've forgotten it. So let me go into Anki and find this two or three sentences for it and then unlock them that way. But otherwise, basically just find reading resources uh, out there, especially because even in you know the intermediate course and when we expand, we're gonna have more long form content coming very soon. And so, you know, what do you guys think of if at some point in the course, we kind of put that forward as an idea, like certainly the foundation course, you got to do all the sentences because it's early. Oh, hello there. We have a new friend joining Rebecca. Hi. <laughs> um, and uh, hello. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah. So what do you guys think of that? If we were to say at some point, okay, now the sentences are optional. Do them if you find the sentence interesting or if you just need to remember something. But otherwise, you know, go out and try to find more graded readers or do long form content. What do you guys think of that? Definitely. Absolutely. Definitely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, you know, um, in, in part of our discussions that we had was we, I actually did a count of the sentences and the words. I mean, when you're at the lower levels, like the level 20s, 30s and so on, your sentences per level hover at around 50 or 60 or 70. And then suddenly when you hit like the 50s, it, it goes up to like sometimes 150, 200. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. You just can't maintain that pace. You just can't do it. Um, so... I, yes, as I say, I do think the sentences are valuable, and we did, Rebecca and I, when we stopped the sentences doing Anki, we still said, okay, every time that we learn a character, we are going to read the sentences, we are going to look at the words, we're going to almost like internalize the words, maybe look it up in Pleco, see what are the sort of variations of it, and so on, and that obviously did slow us down in terms of the, the character learning as well, because, you know, you can, you can easily fit in 10, 15 characters in half an hour or an hour, right? Um, easily, right. you can even go up to 20. But as soon as you start reading the sentences as well, you sort of drop down and we found that, you know, eight characters a day, that's about what we could manage to do, eight or 10, because we're reading the characters, reading the sentences and internalizing those. So I do think we got value out of the sentences. We just didn't do the Anki anymore, you know? And, and maybe right. that's something that you guys can think of or even um, alternatively, 
remember in the beginning of the foundation course, somewhere where you start the sentences, you had like mandatory sentences and optional sentences. So you could maybe say, you know, do these like top usage or, or top most important or common word usage sentences. Um, these are sort of mandatory, these are optional. And then, you know, people can also have the choice of maybe just doing those if they want to continue doing the sentences using Anki. Yeah, so I think there are various options that you can think of, but I think the, the sentence burden in the later levels just becomes too much. That's so funny you say that, because that's exactly what I went through when I was learning. Um, and until we have feedback like this, it's like we don't know, right? Because this, this is all a big experiment. I've said this a few times, I and mean, I feel it's just, we're just, Phil and I just sort of, oh, this should work based on our instincts and our knowledge and our experience. Yeah. with this language and the learning language learning process and let's let's design the course this way and then we've tweaked it a lot over the years mm -hmm. based on people using it and saying this is this is my experience as well so um, i remember <clears throat> there's 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 a certain point where i'm like i just need to read more and i'm gonna uh, the, the learning surgically that's what i like to call it learning surgically with a sentence i think that's very useful when you're like okay i have a I have to learn a bunch of business Chinese mm -hmm. before this interview that I have with a job or something. I have to learn all this vocabulary or I'm, I've got a translation job. and I need to learn these, these 50 words. That's where you do sentence flashcards at that level once you get to the intermediate, upper intermediate, advanced. But uh, apart from that, just generally it's a, yeah, targeted graded reading, yeah. uh, I think is the way to go. And that's where we're kind of going anyway, right? Phil was saying we're getting a ton more graded content once we're building out once we've built out the skeleton of the course which is what the 3,000 characters at least 3,000 you know it's probably going to end up being Phil how many words 11,000 12,000 words about, at least so, yeah, and obviously that's there's, it's essentially infinite there's, there's, there could be many more but we just want to just get ridiculous with it um once that's the that's just the skeleton and then we can start building out all kinds of stuff we can we want to add a ton more uh, reading and listening content. We want to make mini courses based on certain things that you also unlock at certain levels, like say a uh, business Chinese or food, whatever, or any other topic that you can think of. There's all sorts of things we want to do, but I think I, I'm with you. I think uh, we should definitely keep them there because there's a ton of, because uh, I'm not sure. I've, I've, uh, I chatted, Phil and I had the, the great honor to chat with uh, the man himself, Gabriel Weiner, who's a, uh, who's a big influence of, of us, uh, of ours and um, inspiration. One of the inspirations that we had to actually start this company together. Um, he, he is adamant that, you know, you don't need any more than sentences need. He used the word need. Like he said, of course, he's not saying don't, therefore don't read, but he's saying if you wanted to master the language purely based on like sentences, you could do that. And I agree. I think you could do that. But for some people, it's just like, that's not, why especially you two that's not why you're doing this you're not um you're not you're doing this to more to enjoy the consumption of the actual content rather than to tick all the boxes and com uh, be completionist about it and get every single word and master every single usage of every word so um yeah yeah, yeah. i think one of the things is that often the sentences are very you know they're not related to each other at all and when mm. you a sentence in a story then I've sometimes made um, my own Anki sentences from 
words that have come up in, in my reading. And when I read that sentence again, because it was part of a story, yes. I immediately you know, remember that where it came from in the story. It has more of a connection. So mm -hmm. I think maybe that's part of the problem with the sentences is that like, if they were coming out of a longer form content that we'd already read. Basically, yeah. Story. If they were all, because there's only a very small amount because it's much much more labor intensive and uh difficult to design the course that way where it's like you on uh sure. like the 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 opinions the dialogues the stories the paragraphs how we do it so when you say oh this sentence is from a story it would be incredible one day if we could get every single sentence that you unlock is part of a larger thing that would be so yeah. cool um uh, yeah. phil what do you reckon it would be the, the manpower involved in that the brain power involved? Uh, i mean we could we could do it. Uh, we could figure it out. It would take a little bit of um, you know. We would have, we basically just have to write the stories first, and then just make sure they include every word at some point. Yeah. And then just say, okay, there's that sentence, and put it with that word. And we'll say that's the mandatory mandatory sentence, and the rest are the uh, you know the optional ones. But what I'm getting out of this feedback is that there's a point in the learning process where the individual sentence by sentence uh, application to learn a word starts to become more something that should be there as a resource, less as a requirement, um, especially in the context of Anki, because probably by the time you're somewhere in the intermediate course, you've seen the vast majority of grammar structures. You're not start looking at um, a brand new type of sentence. So it's more about getting a sense of the characters and the word. So if you can then get to graded content. So I, this leads me to another question I have for the two of you, which is as you've been looking around for other content and reading other things online, now that you're finished with the intermediate course, at least in terms of the characters, how are you finding it? How are you finding reading new content that you find? Because you know it's, it, it's an interesting spot you guys are in, an intermediate place where you know about half of the total characters you're going to need to know but the half that you do know are much more common than the half that you don't know yet so how is that going so far um maybe christine we'll start with you when you're finding new content online that isn't made by us how are you finding that you how much do you understand of it and how you know much are you like still still wanting to learn more characters before you can get it <laughs> i think look i think the biggest um challenges that even though we know what about 90% of the most common characters or something, sometimes the way that they're used together and the words that they for form, those word combinations just can throw you, right? Like, mm -hmm. um, and then the other thing is that I think, as I mentioned in my last comment um, on the course on level 57, I think by the time that you sort of at the end of the intermediate, you suddenly realize that even though you've got these 1,500 characters behind you, you actually do need those other 1,500 as well. Because sometimes yes. when you read, yes, I can actually start figuring out content that's that I can find on websites and things like that. But there's always that one or two characters that you don't know yet, or the combination of the characters that's been used in a word form that is also unfamiliar. So you constantly have to do that. And I think, but that's why graded readers are, are good because they sort of fit in with your level. And I am finding, and I think Rebecca's also finding that, um, you know, the Mandarin Companion books and the and the um, even the, the Monkey King series is like really easy now. I don't know, mm -hmm. Rebecca, do you, you also find that? But Mandarin, definitely Mandarin Companion. Yeah. Um, 
I'm not a big fan of the journey to the west ones. Yeah. But anyway, um, the what I've been doing lately is um, reading um, Word Swings text adventures, and that's been interesting because I've been doing the there's about oh five or six text adventures. Half of them are upper intermediate, half are intermediate, and the one I'm doing at the moment in 45 minutes of reading I came out with um eight new characters that I didn't know so wow. you know wow. yeah I mean obviously there were That's quite great. a few animals because it was one about a zoo but you know that there it's been I'm like huh I'm intermediate but yet this particular intermediate piece of piece of writing is obviously at a higher level I mean the grammar structures and all that were fine I could understand it um, just there were, you know, characters and words, characters I didn't know. But yeah, um, things like Mandarin Companion, yeah, they're, they're all easy. Um, I think with great expectations, I think I learned the word for for wall. They didn't have, you know, because that's not in the intermediate course. Yeah. So there was, a, mm -hmm. I think there was two characters in the Mandarin in the great expectations that I didn't know. Mm -hmm. um, but like I said, yeah. yeah, now I must actually thank Rebecca because she started me on reading because I was reluctant to start reading. I thought I wasn't quite ready. And then she said, mm. no, 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 you know, you need to start. And then I started um, with The Secret Garden. Yeah. And um, like about. Uh, I thought you did. Um, um, I did. I did. Yeah, that was the first one. And then I thought, no, this is too easy. And then I and then I went to Secret Garden and then I just started reading from there onwards. Yeah. So that's where the buddy system really works out because we sort of support each other in terms of, you know, recommending things and, um, you know, encouraging things. I, I have to say that having a buddy is just the best thing to, to do this with. You know, well, just to have somebody to Phil actually, and I know all about that, don't we? <laughs> Uh, just that to have was... something, and I mean, it's like when yeah. you get despondent, you can just like yeah. say this this Chinese language is just too much, or oh, I learned this new word today, and look at this cool usage of this word. I mean, yeah. you can't send each other messages like that, you know. To say today, uh, Rebecca sent me one, Kenchang, um, which is lockdown in city. So this is she picked up on the news, and it's like, oh, this is such a cool usage Kung of the word. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and. and just to add on to that, Christine, what I find, and one of the reasons why I kind of think more along the lines of at a certain point, you want to go, okay, we're not saying stop reading. We're definitely not saying that. But what we are saying is your main focus, Mandarin Blueprint, should become finishing your characters, right? Getting to, you know, eventually when we have it all out, get to your 3000. Bearing in mind that while you're doing that, like you're not always going to be in character learning mode. So when you're not in that mode, go to our graded readers that we we put in the course that you know maybe are even a few levels from from a few levels before even or whatever just but mm -hmm. keep going through your characters and then just keep finding stuff to read because once you get to 3000 characters and you start reading native chinese content or like a, a book from your childhood translated into chinese or whatever you're going to find words all the time that you've technically not learned yet, but because you have such a good sense of the grammar of the language by that point and the characters themselves, something like feng cheng comes along and you're like, well, yeah, of course, you know, uh, 
what do you, how would you say that? Like bind up a city or, or, or close, envelop a city. Yeah. Okay. Well, that probably means lock down a city. Right. And you get, you don't need to have the specific, I learned this as a Mandarin word with an example sentence in order to figure that out. In fact, if that were the case, it would take way longer to learn. Eventually, the amount of connections you can make just by reading native content. But then again, like you're saying, Christine, you do got to get those characters though, because if you still, you know, even if it is 94% of the language, that's still out like one out of every um, 15 or so words or characters you're not going to recognize. And that can be almost this frustratingly, you know, um, midpoint uh, sort of null zone where you're like, I know so much, but just not quite enough to really master this native content. So. Uh, yeah, I think that that is some great feedback there. But tell really, me more yeah. about like other buddy system moments that you guys have had, like other moments where where you guys felt like, okay, we, you know, I, I wasn't reading enough until Rebecca told me to read more. Uh, I remember with Luke, it was, I think I got you onto Heisig because uh, we, you were mostly focused on speaking. And then yeah, it was our, Phil got me, Phil got me onto Anki, which was obviously a game changer for me, like any sort of flashcards um was huge and i got phil onto visual mnemonics for learning characters and he he already learned like a thousand characters and i told him about this thing that i found and and uh yeah, pronunciations yeah, yeah, yeah for the for learning the pronunciations incredible. and um yeah so that was just we 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 helped each other in a huge way so how, how have you helped each other so far uh well i tell you what i'll next be pushing christine to do <laughs> she doesn't know yet. Oh, <laughs> okay, yeah. yes, it will be. I'll be saying, "Come and join my teacher. She's really good." Oh, it's actually speaking yeah. practice. Yeah, yeah, it'll be the next thing I'll be pushing onto Christine. Yeah, Christine's. Oh, you have I mean, so much fun with that, Christine. Do it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Christine's such a, such a whiz with the computer. I mean, she's just, you know, helped me so much when I've had a tech moment, and she's just, you know. Um, yeah, we've, we've never met in person, but we've talked on the phone, we've um, texted all the time, we've done Zoom calls. So yeah. yeah. Zoom calls and things like that. And then, um, yeah, and, and I mean, just to, to set up a structure for going ahead for the um, next few months, we had like a various like brainstorming sessions where we had like this sort of Zoom call together. We were like talking, how shall we do this? How shall we do this? And, um, you know, just coming up with a structure in terms of planning it out. She ordered the Isaac books. I downloaded a, a Isaac deck. And then, um, you know, we sort of talked about what frequency um, list do we want to work against and how we're going to handle props and how we're going to handle our decks and, um, we even made our own levels <laughs> so that we have some. We started at level 59 because we know that level 58 is going to come out soon. So we'll uh, do level 58 with you guys. And um, yeah, and, and, and um, like, for example, today, Rebecca um, sent me a message and she said, okay, shall we make a prop for May? You know, sort of um, every because it mm -hmm. comes up quite frequently and we didn't use it before, but now we're sort of getting these characters and what shall we use, you know, and we had like a bit of a, a brainstorming session in terms of what would be the best prop. Oh, it happens quite often, Rebecca, let me put it to you like this. Often, um, I, I try to learn a word or we talk about props and I would say to Rebecca, oh, my prop is this. And her usual response is, that's a horrible prop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
we would sit there. I don't know. Obviously, you guys can't actually sit there because Phil and I would just hang out and have study sessions. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of that included uh, learning characters using the method that we teach you guys. We'd sit there like a lot of times. It looks like we're meditating together or something, <laughs> like with our eyes closed. And every now and then, one of us would just like, just like start sniggering. Like, what are we laughing at? What is it? What was the scene? And then we just like, you know, describe the ridiculousness of the scene. And that's like, yeah, the the, the equivalent of today's comment section under each lesson now, I guess. Um, yeah. It has a lot of depth and uh, interest to, it, to just the general study process. It's great. Yes, and, and sometimes we've had, you know, Christine says, I've, this, this, I've always been this character, my scene is horrible. Tell me your scene. And then yep. I'll tell yep. her the scene and she goes, okay, I'll use, I'll change it slightly and use, because I suppose it is the comment section, but I don't know. It's just so much more fun when you can just text away and, yes. yeah. And get a response and, you know, and then brainstorm and, you know, maybe even have a phone call, which we also do and, you know. And the other thing that we enjoy is, and I think why this um, works so well for us is that we're in the same time zone. So um, we can have that immediate interaction. And I mean, for people that's just like naturally located in the USA, that's not a problem. But, you know, we're sitting in the back of beyond in a little island that's like in its own little time zone that's not linked up to any other time zone in the world. So we always like 12 hours or six hours out of other people's um daily rhythms so it's quite useful to have somebody just to be able to know that you know if it's seven o'clock in the morning it's seven o'clock for her it's not like 10 o'clock at night yeah. or two o'clock in the morning or something ridiculous like that so there's that immediate feedback that you can have mm. and then of course we've got similar interests and um you know so so it's like it's literally a, a friendship that we've actually built up it's not just like a study buddy it's like you know we can share other things as well outside of Chinese but I have to say that our interaction is like 80 or 90 percent focused on our learning and we are really supportive and it really helps you know to to have that person that other person that's going through the same journey mm-hmm. as you are and sort of knows the pain <laughs> yeah. we, we celebrate each other's wins you know yeah we're definitely you know we're definitely cheerleaders for each other yeah and, yeah but i think maybe it's just because me and i don't know me and phil had this uh maybe it's just because we're guys but um i there was also a bit of competitiveness in a way like phil would like be reading harry potter and i'd be like i, I don't i can't read harry potter i'm gonna i'm gonna I'd go and buy the harry potter books in in secret and try and read them and i'm like i hate harry potter why am i doing this <laughs> and then uh i can't not only is it difficult i also not really interested in it and i'm just like what I, you know but also it's pushing me to read uh other yeah. stuff so do you have that competitiveness or is it all just like sort of sweet well, helpful if, stuff if didn't want to to um finish the course before me because I was like you know I started so much before she did there's no way yeah. she's gonna like I have got to finish I mean it was only like a week she yeah only finished it a week I, after I, I did but I was like no I've got was to like finish. that as well we, we were both like we, we were trying to get to 3,000 characters and Phil was like Phil finished first because he did like 300 in the last two days or something like that and I was like that doesn't count yeah. because you could probably only record I thought that was impressive until until we met Keith Travis on our course now, who did like a thousand characters in a week, which is wild. <laughs> yeah. Um, I love that stuff. But I actually had another one like that, which was the first Heisig book, which I did before I knew about the pronunciation mnemonics. I did that with my roommate, Jermaine. And 
he and I finished and we weren't like, we weren't actually keeping track of each other where we were in the book, but as it happened, we finished that book before the second book was even out. Uh, we finished that book on the same day, which was just sort of like, because I just sort of always in the back of my mind, I was like, I know he's working on it too. So I'm not gonna, I can't let myself slack. I wasn't necessarily trying to get it done first. I just didn't want to stop. You know, I didn't want to like let myself have a break from it. I was like, I gotta do it every day. And uh, yeah. yeah, so it could be kind of like the friendly competition is one side of it, but the other side is like you guys are saying, cheerleading and just, you know, being happy for each other's successes, which ultimately is like what friendly competition is in the mm -hmm. end, because you're just trying to get both get there, you know? Yeah. So that's great. Is there any ways yeah, that, so, you, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say, no, as Christine mentioned, and we've leveled characters, the remaining characters. And, but we're also, when we find a character, we're learning the character mm. so out, of, out of sequence. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, I don't know how long it's going to take before I actually finish the our first level because I keep finding characters elsewhere to learn. So we're sort of like, we're going to have a big celebration when we actually finish our first first level. Yeah. <laughs> yeah because, because now we're not constrained by, um, by the actual um, course material. Right, so we've got our list and we're working through that and, and there's like 70 characters per level, so we're focusing on that. But as we read and as we like use other material and we come across a character that we think is interesting, we look it up in our list and then we, we add that or we immediately learn it um, and then we just mark it off. So, so while we are sort of ostensibly working through the Isaac sequence or the, the sequence uh, frequency that we've sort of determined would be applicable to us. Um, every now and again, we sort of jump out of sequence and then we learn a character because it comes it comes up like in a word swing game, you know, um, like these characters for, for animals and things like that. And then that's sort of, you go and look it up in the list. I do quite a lot of listening with um, Little Fox. I find that very, very useful because it's, uh, it's got the, the word lists and it got, it's got good audio and you can download the audio and you can listen to it. So that's also one of my additional material that I use to, to actually look at listening inside. I mean, it's, it's um, yeah, so I'm working through the levels there as well. And then, so every time that I come across a character there that I, that I haven't come across, I learn that one as well and I mark it off in, in the list. So that's, that's useful. And this is one of the, the approaches that we discussed before we actually finished the intermediate uh, in terms of, so how are we going to approach this now after the intermediate? How are we going to do? Are we strictly going to work off the list or are we going to you know, sort of learn other things in between? And in the end, it ended up that we both then approached it like that to sort of learn other characters sort of out of sequence, if you can call it like that. And we're sort of quite enjoying that because it sort of gives you the freedom of, of being able to learn characters as you come across them. Yeah. Mm. Nice. Seems yeah. like a great approach. Mm. Yeah, and, and it's, it's, it's working for us. So, um, uh, Rebecca, what do yeah. you think? Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 it seems to be working at the moment. Yeah, this is the, this is the book that Christine got. Oh, brilliant. Nice. That's yeah. actually great. We've had, uh, we've had a few people in the past, back when, including back when me and Phil were doing live Zoom, when we were teaching the course like this uh, through Zoom. Um, it was a gentleman from England who, was, who spent the entire summer teaching his two daughters. Just like we taught him and he taught his daughters. Is that 
is that something that you'd like to do as well Rebecca or you're already starting to do definitely no um you know how I said that I am just doing schooling in the morning you're starting homeschooling uh, full-time soon right yeah when 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 I go full-time then it will be I have time for um Chinese but at the moment we're just working on the maths the reading the writing the the science the sort of the, the core stuff um but she has her um her Chinese that she likes to watch, um, that we watch together. You watch She's Peppa always, Pig? So, we do. Oh, I watch that every day. <laughs> well, my son, I don't watch it. I'm not interested at all. <laughs> yeah, <of course. laughs> no, it's adorable. And, um, <laughs> um, also the little fox. Um, but little fox. I don't do extra work that um, Christine does. I just watch the videos with, with, with her. Mm. And... Um, I also came across Barbie in Chinese as well, but Barbie in Chinese is actually um, quite difficult. Right. <laughs> the um, only three minute long um, little episodes, but um, the only one that I had any chance of understanding was the one that it was about airplanes. That one I knew, I knew, I knew what was going on in that one, but <laughs> most of the others, it's just like, whew. but yeah. I love watching those on uh, the Chinese like ITE and stuff because you get the comments as well. I don't know if you've seen that where you, you can turn on the comments. I don't know if you get that in in the country where you, like in, in New Zealand, but uh, where we are in China, you turn on the comments and you get like all these really hilarious like adults and children just like commenting about the the actual moment that you're watching in that time. It's very it's very funny sometimes. Gives you some it gives you some extra vocabulary as well. Yeah, most people comment in English, so it's a bit wasted in terms of getting right, right. Yeah, I always like I always like turn them on in emotional moments in like I don't know the Shawshank Redemption in Chinese, like look the emotional moments of the movie, and like people are like, oh well, cool, like you know, just just like yeah, what do you guys say? And then they're just like, this is so great, whatever. But uh, I tend to not do it other times because you get like commenters who are just being annoying but like usually at the emotional moments it's good <laughs> sometimes in on vicky because the other ones are in english um sometimes they're good in the boring parts because people yeah. people are often or the silly parts <laughs> where it gets like because you know chinese dramas they can be great but they also just really silly parts um and uh yeah sometimes you get people like tall towing it's like taking the taking the Mickey out of like the bad acting or something like that, which is kind of like helps helps out as well. Um, yeah. So yeah, I, I love that. Um, so where where should we go next with this? Um, oh yeah, one thing actually, I was thinking earlier. First of all, I just want to say thanks, Christine, for just being so active in the comments and helping us. How like there's been so many times when I've seen there's been like a, you know, a question about flashcards or some technical issue. And I'm like, oh, how am I going to answer this? And like, and then I, I refresh the page and there's already like a page long answer from Christine there, like sorting it out for us. <laughs> it's really helpful. Uh, and just being supportive and um, helping other people. Uh, it's just, it's great. So I really appreciate that. Yeah, no, I enjoy doing that. Um, I, I, I sometimes really feel that, um, it's it's for me it's like one of the enjoyable parts of the course as well for me to be able to just help other people as well so i really enjoy doing that yeah is there is there anything that we could do because I, I, at the end of uh, my interview with rebecca recently uh you know i i wanted to promote this 
sort of facilitate let's say this idea of study buddies and there's some ideas i've got but obviously our our plates are full and we've got all sorts of stuff going on but i think it's really worthwhile pursuing i was wondering being a techie person or if you know, maybe that helps like if there is there any other is there any ideas you've had that we could maybe um get more people into this um promote this idea a little bit more it's got to be organic um you know mm. it's it's not really something that you can uh, like force but you know what the one thing that could prevent people just from from uh, i mean you might need i don't know you might want to have like a platform where people could just say that they are open for being contacted and then make it easy for them to be contacted the thing is that i i actually even think that there's quite a few people or very little people on the forum that realizes that you can actually go and hover or click over somebody's name and then send them a message through the forum you know even just mm -hmm. like knowing that you can do that is a is a method for people to just get get in contact with other people that they might not even know about but i mean if you really want to promote this then i would just suggest that you could potentially find a platform where people just go and post that they are in this time zone or in this country this is their interests and their hobbies and if anybody with this sort of interest and hobbies would like to get in contact with them to be a study buddy then get in contact uh, and i mean if you do that that's already a a big step forward in terms of enabling people to be able to do that. Yeah, I mean, it was me who reached out to Christine because mm -hmm. she had that, um, she'd done that first blog post after the end of Level 13. And I thought, she's in New Zealand. She sounds a lot like me. She's learning for the same sort of reasons that I am. I'd like to talk to her one day. I'd like, mm -hmm. I think we'd be friends if we met. Yes. Um, and then I don't know why, but I just decided that I would. Oh, you had somebody had said, "Can we?" I can actually, I? I actually posted on the forum, on the community forum. I actually said I would like to potentially meet up with people to be study buddies. Maybe you saw that, and then you yeah, I think I did, and that's when I I contacted her. But mm -hmm. it, it's, you know, it was quite nerve wracking because you know this is a stranger that you, <laughs> yeah yeah that you so it, there is for everybody there's probably going to be that sort of um yeah. or maybe younger generation I think you know used to we can, we can maybe figure out some kind of website or app that allows you to register your name and your city and like whether or not you're willing to be contacted yeah. you know and like then you could put uh you know like an email address that it becomes available if somebody chooses to pick it then you could like look at a map of the world and like see okay there's this many mbers in denver or something like that and you, you find it okay i'm in denver too i'll see you know if we can meet up or something that 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 could be very interesting i don't know if that type of technology exists but yeah. it seems like it's it possible so yeah, i'm sure i'm sure it exists i mean you have all these like um hello talk and um mm -hmm. conversation partners and things like that i mean all of those work on the same way it's like you know you enter your city you enter your details and you say that you're interested in having a conversation partner or a language partner that's interested in in this so i mean the technology is definitely there um mm -hmm. you know it's just a matter of of how easy and and Phil, I wouldn't ever think it <laughs> or cook it. <laughs> you know, it can be pretty simple. You know. Yeah, it's, just put a link in the forum description, uh, mm -hmm. something or other, or just a note. Even, 
yeah, you can you can maybe just encourage people in the in the forum that mm. you know they should maybe just go and in their profile, you know, just just say where they're from and whether they're open for meeting people, and then just let people know in the forum that you can actually contact people via email if you want to, just by clicking on their name and sending them a message through the forum, and then you know you just say that. Um, don't overuse or abuse this. Just go and check to see if people would be interested in being contacted mm -hmm. if they put some a message like that in the profile description. I think you can have a profile description, right? On the forum. A bio, yeah, I'm pretty sure. A bio, something like that. Yeah, so maybe just update your bio if you're interested in, in other people, you know, reaching out to you and just say, yes, you're open for conversations and this is where I'm located and, and um, contact me through the forum, you know. Just maybe mm. start with it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. We just had Keith himself, who just mentioned Keith. He was, he was mm. brought up this very topic. He's like, I wonder if there is a way to uh, other people that want to share ideas and stuff. And he's like, well, we're about to chat with uh, two people that are sort of the pioneers of the, of the MB side of this. So um, I'll, uh, I, a part of it is just being shy and not wanting to say hi in the forum because, <laughs> you know, imagine, you know, the idea of saying, hi, does anyone want to be my study buddy? And then you just get, a like from me or phil and then no one responds <laughs> no one wants that i don't want that you know so but uh but, I mean, part of your bio it's not as if you're putting a post in there you know you right. just you have it in your bio so it's not as if you're like explicitly calling out the way that i did <laughs> you know it's yeah just yeah or they could maybe have like an icon in their name or something like that there's all sorts of yeah. stuff we could do yeah we'll, we'll, we'll look into yeah. that we'll do something about that because I really think that it's worthwhile. It's it's a worthwhile thing to reach out to other people on their personal basis and and you sort of. But as I say, it's it's got to. You can't like force it because no. sometimes sometimes it works and then other times it's just not going to work. I mean, I think the 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 point where we were in the journey as well as just our personal circumstances just really helped for us to connect mm. and, and yeah. build up the relationship. Mm -hmm. Okay, fantastic. Yeah, I'm, I'm really happy about this. And, uh, you know, happy to have a chat. And hopefully, once the, you know, the advance, well, by the time the advanced course is out, you might already not need it. Who knows, you guys seem to be doing really well on your own by now. True, but we would still like to see the, the longer form content in the intermediate. Oh, yeah. we, we were both we're working on it. And, uh, <laughs> you know, so and we, um, we were sort of reserving level 58 for when it comes out so um you know so that you can do that if if we've learned some of those characters by that time well you know i'm i'm sure we wouldn't have covered everything so i'm sure it would be quite nice to go back to the nice structured way of working um or learning mm -hmm. in, as, as part of the the levels uh, in the course itself just to get that done yeah but we don't want to stop you know we don't want to like hang around and wait until the advanced is there it's like Rebecca has six months before she's got reduced time. I want to plow through and get the 3,000 characters behind me so that I can actually read more content and listen to more things and get more vocab and actually make that your progress that I would like to make. So we're using the tools that you gave us. So we're using your methods and, and um, we're really thankful that we've learned those from you. And um, we're sort of feeling that we... How can I put this? Like, like flying the flag, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. You know, like, like uh, uh, doing the course in spirit. <laughs> on, 
sure. if I could be like that, you know, in the spirit of Mandarin Blueprint, if you don't mind us doing that, of course, you know. Of course no. not. Yeah, no, 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 that's great. Uh, it's, yeah. it's and we're great. grateful for people like you as well, because, uh, you know, mm. this is the exact type of thing that encourages other people on the course. You know, anybody who is listening to this and you're on the MB forum, if you want to make a post, make a post or update your bio and maybe you'll find somebody in your city. You know, that'd be great. You have more study buddies out there. Mm. I mean, yeah. we're not even in the same city. You know, we've never even... Yeah, really same time zone, let's say. Same time zone, yes. And, you know, it, she had a trip to a city that was close close to me and I was like, oh, wave as you go past on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> it's a... Uh... I think I think we should plan something, Rebecca. We need to plan something. So I'll come down to Christchurch, and you can go to Christchurch, and we can spend the day in Christchurch together. And Christmas I, is supposed to be in Auckland. You go find the the one Chinese person there and go and <laughs> harass them and say, "Hi, please talk to us." <laughs> there's, there's actually lots of Chinese people in Auckland. I mean, lots and lots and lots. So right, Auckland, right. Auckland is actually not a problem to actually find people to talk to. I mean, I've got two colleagues in my office that's that's Mandarin speaking, you know, so I don't really have an excuse mm. not to speak to them, but I'm like still a bit embarrassed, you know, pronunciation. Yeah. Oh, sure. Hmm? I did actually want to comment about that earlier because Rebecca was saying you should get into some uh, speaking and, you know, yeah. to give you a little bit more of a boost of confidence there, at this point, you know enough you'll be surprised at what you're able to say, even though it'll be a bit, you know, choppy at first, and there might be some more, you know, a fair bit of um, ums and ahs and whatever, there's, there's still going to be a surprising amount that comes to your mind. It's almost yeah. like when you, when you start speaking with somebody, it raises the stakes a little bit, um, and your brain often responds well to that, that, you know, little extra pressure. And so, you know, like there's all, all sorts of situations where you, you say something and you go, wow, that's definitely the first time I've said that. But hey, my brain gave me the, it gave me what I needed to say in that moment. So, you know, while it, yes, it can be embarrassing and intimidating and like, you know, it's always hard to, especially if you're naturally shy, I'm kind of naturally shy. So like, uh, especially in your second language, it can be a bit tough. But the flip side of that is that you can come out of it feeling really good sometimes because you you realize, oh, all that passive vocabulary I built up is actually ready to, it's ready to activate. So uh, I'm sure you'll enjoy it. I do realize that it is something that I would just need to do. <laughs> so it's just, yeah. uh, you know, getting to that point where I actually do it. <laughs> so maybe Rebecca can like push me a bit. And I'll keep pushing. I'll keep pushing. It's the same with anything. It's like start small, you know, 45 minutes a week, if that. Um, yeah. uh, and, uh, oh, uh, we've got... A, an output pack as well, which has a bunch of useful stuff in there. I think there's like an, a 45 minute long video that I made as well as uh, a bunch of speaking activities that you can use to yeah. keep things fun and fresh. And cause you can end up, you know what it en ends up like being like with a tutor, you end up just gradually working towards a textbook and the same old yeah. boring stuff. So if you follow this yeah. output pack, uh, speaking and writing practice, uh, and you'll be, you'll be very surprised about how fast you make progress if you get some regular sessions in so i'll send that i'll email that to you It'll be available on our website very soon i keep putting it off but i'm going to put it up there within the next week right. or two uh on the resources section and uh yeah well, i'll email that to you as well and uh, you should get on that 
so is there anything that you wanted to add? Uh, I guess we could finish up here for now. I'd, I'd, I'd love to have another chat with you down the line, uh, uh, Christine, but is there anything you'd like, just final comments about the course, your experience, anything at all? Well, as I mentioned before, it just, it's really a, um, life-changing, if I can put it like that. It really is. Um, I've, I really, I, re I mean, I've said it before, I really enjoyed doing the course. I enjoyed interacting with you guys, even though we sometimes had like differences of opinion. I still think it was useful, you know, for both of us to just like have that have that interaction. I, I really, really appreciate the way that you guys support people and that you're always there for people. I can, I can just imagine, yeah. um, or how can I put this, that this course is not your business, it's your life, right? I mean, you guys are just like 100% involved in this. And I think just that level of support is like awesome for people who especially start out. You are always so helpful. You are always so patient. Um, you know, answering sometimes the same questions over and over again, especially thank you. <laughs> um, and I think I think that's what really makes this course a success because um, it's that level of personal input that you have in the course and into the members. You really do care about the members, and that's why we, look when you said that. Oh, it's the first time that we've met. It's like no, it's not. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep. I had that before i've got that before <laughs> yeah you have to remember that, that you know your your face and and full face are like household yeah. companions by now by now you know i mean <laughs> i could see you every day yeah almost. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just it's just that that i wanted to to emphasize Thank apart you. from that apart from that i also think that the course is structured really well I actually bought another course that I did and I asked for my money back um, because I, I, the reason why I looked into it is because I wanted to see if it would give me another perspective, but, and maybe just sort of help me and, and be sort of a, a, a sort of a parallel type of learning thing. And then when I looked at that course and the structure and the format and the content and everything, it was just like, oh goodness okay this is not structured well it's not laid out well it doesn't follow it i mean this course goes from very basic components and building blocks and it's all well structured and put together and built on top of each other and becomes progressively more and more challenging which i think is good but i mean you don't just throw people into the deep end you start with the simple stuff first and then you build on top of that and just the way that it's structured and formatted just makes it really easy for people to get into it so i, I really think it's it's fantastic thank you so much um really appreciate that that's awesome <laughs> um yeah well, like i said it's been it's been great having both of you on today and uh it's just a pleasure having you on the course and uh, phil do you want to Say anything else to finish up? Well, just thank you so much. And uh, we're grateful for people like you as well uh, who really engage in the course. And um, it's our pleasure to, to give feedback to people and uh, get super engaged in the course uh, because, you know, at the end of the day, we want people to actually succeed. It's in everybody's interest to, for people to succeed. And so it's also why we insist on like listening to the feedback of things like, you know, oh, the sentences get to be too much around level 50 or 51, because 
we're not gonna we're not just gonna be set in our ways and say well it's this is the way that we did it so our egos are more important than your success like so always gonna have to listen to people like you and that's why we're incredibly grateful for um uh your feedback and your you know it's so cool to me that you guys did the study buddy thing and and uh have helped each other out there it's it's you know i'm, I'm so happy for you in that sense and so keep it up you know jayo and uh yeah we'll we'll, we'll be sure to keep in touch with you guys on the course.